Welcome to the Cannabis Supply Chain Podcast. My name is Patrick Aylward. We're hosted by Yacht Solutions, and we're here to engage with our community to understand multiple perspectives in order to make impactful changes through conversation. We appreciate you listening in and tuning. If you'd like to follow and subscribe the podcast, check out Yacht Solutions' webpage and whoever we're interviewing for today's episode. We would really appreciate that, and we thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Cannabis Supply Chain Podcast. My name is Patrick Aylward. We're hosted by Yacht Solutions, and today we're speaking with Lenny Berry, founder of Ohio Cannabis Health Business Summit that takes place up in Cleveland and a contributor over at Organic Plus, and then a bunch of other things, restaurants, um, a DJ career, and music industry. So if you want to ask him, he might tell you, or you can just do the research like I did. Um, but if you could tell cannabis listeners and listeners of the Cannabis Supply Chain podcast a little bit about yourself before we start interviewing. All right. Hey, nice to meet you, sir. Well, I say nice to talk to you um, again. And we bumped into each other at the conference and in Vegas. And uh pleasure to be on with you sir thank you um, thank you no 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 worries no long story short i'm born and raised from cleveland ohio grew up in the cleveland miles area and um went to cleveland public schools graduated from john marshall um also graduated from cleveland state so um early on in my as you said mentioned my career i started off in the music industry uh working for virgin records uh, Tina Turner, Rolling Stones, Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Shaggy, Janet Jackson, and, uh, you know, then kind of started my own thing and started handling clients like Biggie, Tupac, and Jay-Z, and Beyonce, and so forth and so on. Um, was also in uh, the radio space. So I, I did 13 years in radio, um, 10 years on WZAK, and uh, three years on WENZ here, 107.9, and um, bought a bunch of real estate. Uh, rap vehicles, tour management, you name it. So um, did all of that. And then in 2016, 17-ish, um, got into the cannabis industry. So I owned two medical clinics here with a partner, and uh, we did recommendations for patients in Ohio. I also partnered with a, a gentleman in Colorado by the name of Angel Cruz, where we had King's Canna Brands and Genetics. So we had a dispensary, uh, grow facility, and also managing uh, various locations out there as well. And um, kind of got out of the space a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, um, as far as retiring before the cannabis space, I should say. Came back specifically for cannabis and in 2019 started doing the conference. So um, like you mentioned before, partners with Organic Plus Brands, which is Whole Plant and also Plant Puff, and um, also in the restaurant space with the 100 Restaurant here in Cleveland. Uh, for people who do listen and pay attention, so far, the majority of this has been all Ohio. I don't think I've released anything that's from folks in, in different states. Um, and it's really interesting to me to speak with somebody who's vocalized from the, the music business. Can you kind of speak on uh, like what it were there synergies, you know, like, did you go from the music community to the cannabis community? Because I've ran into people who own various uh, businesses throughout the cannabis space. And it seems um, like 
you know, a good jump from music to cannabis, just like I've met people who uh, call a good jump from restaurant to cannabis. Were there like a lot of synergies or relationships there? Or was it just like, you know, I'm done with music and I'm getting into cannabis? No, so I, I still do music. I still do okay. something. I, I'm still working with groups. Um, so no, I never, never left the industry. I just don't do it full time. Um, so that was okay. like every day, all day, you know, live, sleep, breathe mm -hmm. music um, for like 30 years. So, yeah, I, I mean, the cannabis, I guess, crossover was definitely easy because uh, as far as the business perspective, just knowing a lot of clients like Snoop, you know, uh, who has a, a huge brand, Wiz Khalifa, uh, Lil Wayne. So, yeah, so I had a, I had some people, to, I guess, to get some advice from who were in markets that were already mature. So, you know, California was one of those markets and Snoop was already in the space. So people who were working in his agency or around his brand, you know, I had relationships with um, and applying here in Ohio was a little different because I just didn't understand the dynamics of what it took to get a license. You know, I thought you just had to have some money, you know, for it to be able to, you know, pay for the location. Um, you send the application in and then, you know, they, they approve the best scenario. Uh, I mean, as we all know, it wasn't the case. So initially, I applied for a dispensary license here in Ohio, um, also applied for cultivation, utilizing some of my relationships. I thought, you know, hey, I'm, I'm a shoe in to get a license. And, you know, a lot of it was political. A lot of it was, you know, knowing the right people, understanding how to look for, you know, locations and, and drawings and everything else. So um, kind of learned a lot and, uh, you know, so. So that's kind of when I went out west when things weren't happening here. I, I chose to keep moving forward, and that's how I ended up partnering with the uh, Kings Cannabis. That's really cool. That's a um, a tough story too. I know I know that those licensing and application fees, uh, especially the first time around, were super super steep, and they were not very forgiving. They weren't willing to like give anybody their money back or help them out. And maybe I didn't understand all those details, but. Yeah, it sounded really crazy. And especially, um, I mean, even for the folks who have gotten in, I've heard uh, Arian Kirkpatrick's story about like what it took her to actually get operational. It's just Ohio has made it very difficult across the board for uh, anyone to get involved and kind of um, get set up and, and shop. But being on the like full spectrum and the hemp side and then being on the the convention side and the summit um is is there a preferred term if i refer to ohio cannabis health business summit versus convention versus expo no i i will say i guess we're not so much um an expo um okay. if you will so expos are more this is just my opinion are more you know the vendor shows right so you you bring a lot of, you know, retail um, to a space and consumers come in and they look for products. Um, so, I, 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 you know, we're not so much just a vendor show, as you know, since you were there. Yeah. You know, yeah. we Great. kind of focus more on the education side of it. And we know people like to shop for products. So, you know, of course, having vendors there uh, is just an added bonus to it. Okay. I think, what, like, where I'm working towards is, from going from the application process on cultivation and dispensaries and then transitioning your focus into full spectrum hemp and the summit, was that um, 
like difficult? What did it kind of like take for you to put that on? Because something I hear across the board here in Ohio and across cannabis um, is community. I think we're all fighting for more community. We're all fighting for more events like the one that you threw up in Cleveland. So yeah, speak on, you know, those two transitions if you could. Yeah, I, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Um, so the first conference I, I did in 2019 um, was kind of geared towards just patient education in general, um, owning um, the two clinics and listening to patients for over two years. Um, so I was one of the guys, you know, even though I was one of the owners, I, I sat in the in the uh, patient room. So I, I wanted to hear people's stories. I wanted to know why they were there and, and why they chose to use cannabis as an alternative to whatever they were taking. Mm-hmm. And, and and then also I wanted to know if it was helping. So a lot of patients would, you know, I would give them my number and say, hey, after the treatment, after you've been to the dispensary, dealt with the, you know, agent or bud tenders there, um, listened to the recommendations that we actually gave you, how did it help you, you know, or not? Um, so it was very beneficial. And what I realized was that a lot of people, not just patients, but people in general, did not know anything about the industry, did not know anything about the plant, um, how to use it, why to use it, why they even wanted to even think about, you know, getting a recommendation. So that initially led me to doing the first conference um, in Independence in 2019. Um, So at that point, I had no real relationships. Now, I will be honest, um, I I called the Cannabis Chamber of Commerce. So that was Jeff, Wendy, and uh, Tim. And they basically kind of helped introduce me to a lot of people um, just from the jump. And um, because we were kind of new. So I think maybe prior to mine, there was uh, a couple other conferences here. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you know, I kind of went around to them, just kind of got a chance to meet a lot of people from that way. And, and then, um, it, you know, kind of led me to doing what I'm doing now with the Ohio Cannabis Health and Business Summit. Um, so I, I met Alex and um, that team at... Um, Organic Plus Brands or Whole Plant, as a lot of people know, um, because I was bringing products here to the state. And one of the initial products that we were going to bring in, we were taking it to Giant Eagle. And um, the, the team just couldn't facilitate it where we were, you know, the person we were dealing with. So that's somebody recommending, you know, that I go to Alex and see their facility. And, and um, so after talking with them for a while, um, I ended up being a partner there. So now we we have some salves in Giant Eagle and Market District as well. That's a lot um, of the behind the scenes that I wouldn't have expected uh, of your story. Uh, I feel the same way and just kind of like showing up to an Ohio cannabis thing and just kind of being like, I don't have much. I don't know much. Uh, this is what I want. And having people in our community kind of help. And you're definitely one of them this year. Um going up to the summit was huge. I mean, uh, being able to meet um, the people over at Ohio Clean Leaf, being able to meet the folks behind Galenus and Firelands. Um, I mean, that was, that was super big uh, for me as a small business owner and being able to just speak to those folks on the floor. So it's really ironic. I would have been um, coming up with my game plan of how you did it without speaking to you. And it would have involved uh, a lot more than what I thought. Um, and that's also really 
intriguing about uh, the products that you're bringing into Ohio through um, your relationship with Alec and the whole plant company. Um, I find it very uh, important and impactful that people like you and people like us um, who are met with maybe a roadblock of, of not getting in the way that we thought we were going to and continuing to push forward is, is super important. Um, so that's really cool that you've continued to push and find ways to involve yourself here in Ohio and bring, bring new products and relief to folks, especially listening. I mean, that's a really big thing. Um, you know, I'm part bud tender while I launch my company and oftentimes you hear so many patients talk about how they're just not listened to, or they have a tough time finding the right products. So to speak with people who are in your eyes towards the top of the food chain, and they're still trying to involve themselves with the patients who are consuming. I mean, that's to me, I think that's one of the things that we need to keep pushing to make this community grow. Um, kind of on that like thought process and moving forward. Um, I always like to talk about supply chain and some people I uh, feel like they can dive into it. Some people feel like they just need to dive into um, like what it takes to be them or what it takes to produce the companies that they work for, rather than specifically saying, I get this from China, it's shipped on a boat and this is how it works. But uh, with me rambling, what do you think is important to your company's future that in, in the businesses that you involve yourself in? Is it policy? Is it more education? Is it um, just open business practices? I think is everything that you mentioned. Um, you know, we we all in the space, whether it's education, whether it's cultivation processing or on a dispensary, um, you know, we all de depend on the consumer, right? So uh, the, the more we can educate the consumer, I think the better off the industry is going to be overall uh, because the educated consumer is going to be a great buyer, a, a loyal person to your brand. Um, so creating the conference for me was me thinking about myself, you know, being in the space um, of what, what, you know, what I thought a business could use. And looking back on the industry from, you know, its inception here in Ohio, we really didn't have a lot of mainstream things that we could just go to, you know, because everything was kind of shunned, kind of pushed in the back. Um, and, you know, doing these bar type of events because nobody would let us in, you know, and I had to talk the hotel owner and to let me come to his hotel. Um, yeah. So he was a new owner, uh, just got the franchise and, you know, basically persuaded him by letting him know that I was going to bring a lot of potential clients to him, um, you know, through this event, which we ended up doing around 700 people the first year. That's and awesome. yeah, it was, it was a great turnout. So he was super excited. Um, I, I think that helped the industry. Uh, that following year, we were supposed to go to the IX Center, and then COVID hit. So, IX Center shut down and closed, and and then they were rebought by uh, another company. And luckily for me, one of the employees that was in the IX Center originally, um, they ended up bringing them back, and they kind of introduced me to the new group. And you know that was a little courting there because they really didn't know me. Um, IX Center was such a, a big iconic brand and name here in the state that they had to know that they could trust me to to, to um, operate there in a ethical way and, and make sure I wouldn't do anything damaging to their brand either. Um, so um, I, I was really shocked that they said yes, you know, to it, um, which was a, a great opportunity for me to, to showcase the Ohio community, as you say, 
mm-hmm. to the world. So, um, you know, come in doing something mainstream like that in, in one of the, you know, like I said, one of the most iconic facilities here uh, was, was a, a big plus for me um, and for the industry. So just to see people smile, you know, mm-hmm. when they walk in the door, like, man, what, you know, how did you pull this off? And, you know, what did it, like you said, what did it take to do it? So not a lot of people know that it was, it was just a, a small team, uh, mostly me. Um, so selling, getting the vendors there, bringing the sponsors, booking the speakers, and, you know, and then also actually getting people in the door. So it was a big undertaking. Um, and so, so myself and Marsha Pledger, she helped out and then right at the end, you know, half family and friends, my wife and daughter, my mother and my brothers, you know, kind of came and helped and volunteered. So uh, so it kind of took a lot of the burden off me. But, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for year two. So we're, we're going to be at the IAC Center this year, October 6th and 7th. So it'll be a Friday and Saturday instead of Saturday and Sunday this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll be in, in attendance for both days. Last year, I was only able to make it for one day. Being in Cincinnati and being by myself, I always got to do all that driving by myself. And I think I think maybe I had a family thing on Sunday that I was involved with. And I really appreciate um, like you bring it up that your family was there. And I don't know about everybody that was that's listening to this conversation. But for me, when I was at the uh, uh, summit and I actually spoke with your daughter, I spoke with your wife and I think I might have spoken with uh, one of your parents. I'm not entirely sure, but it was really cool because I don't know, like I've worked for a lot of small businesses in the restaurant industry and sometimes you get family members, but they all seem really excited to be there. And they all seem like very genuine about um, making an impact for the time that we were there, which, you know, I mean, shout out to your family because that's super huge to have a support system like that. That's really cool. I uh, envy and admire that. Yeah, you know, um, I I was quiet about what I was doing for a lot, a long time. Um, you know, so a lot of things, um, just because you just don't know how people are going to react. Of course, my wife and daughter, they, you know, because I'm here at home and, you know, she has to know what I'm getting into. And yeah. um, so, um, but I kind of shunned away because I didn't know how the family was going to react in the beginning. Um, although they all knew that I owned the medical clinic. Um, but I think it was a little different then, you know, because a lot of people didn't know if it was legal, right? So it was like, okay, you, you, you what are you doing? Like, you know, you mm-hmm. seeing patients for cannabis, like, uh, is that something that the government's going to shut you down on? Can you have a bank account in it? So honestly, that's where the education kind of really just hit me. Um, I started doing a lot of speaking at a lot of these community um, events for senior citizens going to the retirement communities and, um, you know, talking about cannabis. And, you know, I got all the jokes, you know, all of the, all the hate at first. And, um, and then I remember having uh, our church had a career day and they said, Hey, if you had a business, um, please set up in our, our basically like our lunch area or our convention center. And so I was like, well, I'm thinking about doing this. So at first, my wife was like, no, you know, we're not going to do that. And then my mom was like, well, it's legal, right? So maybe ask the pastor, see if he's okay with it. And so when I went to him, he's, at first, he was a little nervous. You know, it's like, you know, yeah. I don't know what the congregation is going to say. Like, okay. So he asked me, he said, well, if it's legal, then fine. So we set up the booth, and we were probably one of the most attended booths there. Because a lot of people were intrigued, they just didn't know. So 
after that, we, we ended up getting a lot of patience from that particular uh, event because, mm-hmm. you know, again, people just were a little scared. And, and then when they found out the education about the plant, some of the things that it could do for their conditions, then they were a little more open-minded. So, um, so that's why I enjoyed doing the conference. You know, I, I met so many great people there from the business aspect but more importantly, from people who really just needed the medicine. It was one gentleman, I won't mention his name or anything, but he's he was suffering from stage four cancer. And he's one of the guys that I can vividly just remember because they had to call me to the lobby because he was he was kind of being disruptive. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem was he was basically not being heard. You know, and he just, after I calmed him down and we walked inside and I sat down, you know, I said, look, man, it's not about the money. Just, just what can I do for you? Like, how can I help you? So his wife said, look, he's, he wants to do our stuff. He figured out, you know, that that could probably benefit him, but he doesn't have any resources, doesn't know where to go to get it. So I ended up walking him around for about maybe 20 minutes and taking him to a couple of the vendors there. And by the end of that, you know, I got a, I got a hook. So it made That's everything cool. worthwhile for me for those two days just to help this individual. But I'm sure there were a lot of people who came to seek information and knowledge to help, not only from a business perspective, from a medical side that mm-hmm. walked away, you know, having some information, learning something there that they could take back to someone else. And for me, that's what it's all about. Chain reaction, you know, each one teach one. So if I can give you something beneficial to help grow the community, but also help someone maybe in need in your family or yourself, then that's what the event is about for me. That's really cool. I definitely um, like identify with hearing those stories because I am selfish in the reason that I come to the, I came to the summit, summit, excuse me. Um, But man, when you get to listen to stories like that, or you get to see people be helped, I mean, that's 100% like the the entire reason for getting into this. Um, For myself, I had a a real strange past and history with cannabis with being arrested and just like being shunned from from my family and to now um you know i'm not going into senior senior homes like you are which shout out like dude that's incredible work that's got to be really really crazy um fun and difficult because i do it with my aunts and uncles you know every every single get together there's always somebody that wants to ask about this ailment or this gummy or this joint or this doctor recommendation so for you to be able to accomplish that at the summit and then do it on your own, it's really cool and really impressive. I remember um, for me, one of the standouts that uh, I don't know if you got this story or not. I would think you did because it was in a pretty big group, but it was when um, Standard Wellness was speaking, I believe, uh, Harvest was speaking, uh, Galenus and Firelands. And there was a woman in the crowd who spoke up about how she just wanted help to access the plant you know she showed up to the event today and didn't really understand anything and i think within 30 seconds of her vocalizing the issues that she needed resolved there was people in the crowd that were trying to help her i mean to the point where she took a bus to get to the event and there was two women who were taking her home in their car at the end and it was just like yeah it was really cool it was uh you know it was a rem- reminder of like why we all get together and what the whole point of this entire thing is like you said you know it's about the patients and it's about the community um yeah. 
No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just with the finishing up because these are like uh, half hour interviews. Where do you think or what do you think you need for the future? Uh, and that includes people who want to get in. You know, I don't consider myself a gatekeeper. I would never want to be viewed that way. But we do have a platform. So what is your suggestion and, you know, people getting in and stuff like that or what we need from the future? Well, I mean, legalization, you know, first and foremost, we need, you know, the safe act for banking. Um, I, I think that helps a lot of people financially, you know, be able to afford the opportunity to get in the space. Um, I, I would also encourage people to not not only come to my event, but any type of social networking events in this industry, um, because you, you learn a lot, you know, meeting people and like me and you right now, just talking, having conversations. We've learned a lot about each other that we, you know, even though we've seen each other a couple of times, we just didn't know. Um, but I think these type of, you know, kudos to you for interviewing people and, and putting their stories out so people can listen to see. Um, and then also to just, you know, understanding, trying, trying to do your own research, because having a closed mind, you know, it's always going to stay dark. Right. So we, we got to open a couple of doors, let the light in on the industry, let people see it's not. You know, it's not a bad space to be in. This is going to be probably one of the, the largest progressive industries that we're going to have. So I always tell people this is this is the ground level. Right. So when you think about alcohol, tobacco, we missed that boat. Not, nobody that I know of had any part of the beginning of any of those. Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity to be in the beginning stage. This is just the beginning. So get in, learn as much as possible, do as much networking as you can, and also self, you know, learning. Um, don't don't always rely on the words of other people. You know, get in and go to like Project CBD or Leafly or you know, a couple of sites that have information. Cannabis Business Times. Thank I thank them for coming in. Uh, again, the IX Center for, for letting me have this platform like yourself to educate people on the masses and, and not, you know, tuck me away in the basement somewhere. Yeah, it's super huge. Uh, I, I'm really appreciative of the IX Center letting us gather and, and you putting the, the work together because it's needed. We definitely uh, got to keep pushing forward. Um, at the end of these, uh, I also like to let our guests shout out whoever they want to. So if you have any um, like teams that you want to look to or folks or anything like, um, you know, inspiring you in the industry. Oh, oh man, it's, it's so many people. I, I, I will say, um, you know, again, Tim and Wendy were, were great, you know, for me in the beginning. Um, and, and even up to this day, you know, Wendy makes all these videos for me and, and does a lot of things to help market. Um, but but people who were before me, you know, so I, I know Allie was there. I, I know there was a, a marijuana car had events, too. So, like, I, you know, I'm one of them guys that I don't hate on anybody. I mean, everybody's doing what, what they can. Um, I, I want to thank all of the sponsors, too, um, who, who came in. My guy, Bill Williams, at Benner League was a, a great guy as far as advice, you know, um, even gave us the opportunity to have a cannabis brand in the marketplace, um, you know, Standard Wellness and uh, Clutch. So Arian is like family to me. The Harvest uh, team over there is uh, wonderful people. Um, Christina Jesus over at Galenas for trusting me. Uh, she was a, a little nervous about speaking and, and dealing with me because um, I, I think I'm one of those guys that's kind of so shy and behind the scenes, if you will, that a lot of people just didn't know who I was. So 
um, coming out and doing this event, they they had some, you know, I, I guess some pushback. Like, well, is he really a real guy? Is he just a dude that's, um, you know, being like the face of somebody else? So um, I, I would also um, like to thank you and, and Marsha um, as well, who's who's my partner and um, helping me out, um, Andrew and Matt. Um, who helped me with the graphics and the website. They were a tremendous help to me too. And then all the speakers, um, you know, who were there for me. And like I said, uh, Clutch, uh, also to um, Spender, um, you know, uh, Lucas, you know, he came in as a sponsor, uh, Lighthouse. I mean, it was so many of them. Like you said, Standard Wellness, Terrasana, um, Melissa over at the Botanist. Um, then there was Appalachian and, uh, I want to say it was, is it Wink? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Wink, 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 Wink was there, um, uh, Cure Leaf, Verano. I mean, I can keep going. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and echo my guy, Bill Williams. I'm always trying to shout out Bill Williams. He's uh, such a huge part of our community. I swear if we ever got a, um, a board of members that was made up uh, by owners and stuff. We got to get Bill uh, up there at the front lines to represent everybody. Cause man, he, he talks to everybody. He's always trying to help people out. Uh, yeah. He's pretty similar to you. Um, and you know, getting to know you uh, more, you don't seem like a shy guy uh, running into you in California or in Las Vegas. I mean, you, you pretty much like beeline when I made eye contact with you, you were kind of like coming straight at me. So to me, that's not a shy person. And the work that you're doing, man, like as far as I'm concerned, everybody that attended and everybody that watches is all, everybody really loved it and is super supportive. So keep, keep putting yourself out there and keep putting uh, your projects in front of us so we can see it. Because I know that I already was inspired by what you put together, but to hear more about how it got put together, I just find it that much more interesting and, and really like kudos to you for putting that all together because it doesn't sound easy. And if that would have been the blueprint somebody told me I needed to follow, I don't know if I would have uh, had the gumption to make it happen. Yeah, I, I thank everybody again for, for trusting me um, with their brands um, and particularly the CEOs that came out with Jeff um, like you said, um, from Galenas, also from Fireland Scientific. Um, we had uh, Jack Grover from Grove Bags. Um, um, yeah, so that good ancillary, you know, so we had a good mixture of, you know, all of those. And then Jared Malou from Standard Wellness. Um, I, I would love to have more CEOs this year. Um, so I, I think we have a very exciting uh, summit coming up. And we're going to include some psychedelics this year and, and also more about the drink industry, too, um, which we didn't focus on at, at all last year. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, follow the summit. We have a, a big announcement, too, for our, our Saturday night networking event. Um, it's going to be huge. Heck, yeah. Well, you heard the man. Stay tuned. Watch the uh, the company's web pages and social medias and stay in, in contact with the two of us. If you want to get involved at the summit or if you want to uh, get up there, it'll be sometime in October. And, you know, anything Lenny's touching is is uh, worth looking at and, and seeing what's going on. So, you know, if you, if you need anything, you want anything, reach out. You've been a super welcoming guy to me, so I can't thank you enough for um, you know giving me your time and everything that we've shared so far and knowing each other. No, I appreciate it. And, and you can go to OCHBS.com. So OCHBS.com for all the information for the conference. And it will be October 6th and 7th at the IX Center. 6th and 7th, you got it. Well, hey, I appreciate all your time and I'm sure we'll be in touch soon.
Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you Thank so you. much. Talk All right, soon. Bye-bye.